Chapter 2 Sean had only been to one other funeral before this one, and that had been eight years ago. Today's events brought back a flash of memory, the sight of rosy pink skin turned blue, and a body that should have been breathing. He shook his head, pushing back the memory. Sean wasn't looking forward to going to Tanner's house any more than he was the ceremony itself, but that's exactly where he found himself less than 30 minutes after they'd lowered his best friend into the ground. He'd seen no sign of his follower between the church and the house, so maybe it was his imagination after all. The McGee house was filled with all the same people who had been at the church and the cemetery. They drifted in and out, new people inexplicably arriving to take the place of anyone who left. Sean consoled his misery with another tiny ham and cheese sandwich from the huge buffet table of the dining room and tried to stay out of everyone's way. The table was filled to the edge with all kinds of cheese and lunch meats, three baked hams, four pies, and just about every kind of casserole you could imagine. Sean was contemplating a huge piece of cherry pie when someone tapped him on the shoulder. Sean whirled in panic, knocking over a glass of iced tea someone had carelessly left on the table into a half-eaten cherry pie. His eyes big and his heart racing, he blushed as he saw it was only Jenny. Hey, Sean, she said a cup of lemonade in one hand and the program from the funeral in the other. She still wore the depressing black dress she'd had on at the cemetery, but her long red hair was pulled back into a ponytail. Jenny smiled as she straightened her glasses. Can we talk? Um, sure, answered Sean, doing his best to ignore the mess as the tea soaked into the fruit-filled pastry. I guess so. I'm sure you've heard by now that I'm totally nuts. She forced a smile as she led Sean from the dining room and out the door to the back porch. Well, yeah, I guess I have, answered Sean, sitting down on one of the lawn chairs that adorned the small deck. He forced himself to suck down a huge gulp of air and exhaled slowly. He didn't like being out here, at the mercy of whoever had been following him. Well, I'm not, and I need your help. Did they tell you what happened? At the lake, you mean? Yes, dummy, at the lake. What did you think I meant? She smiled, taking a seat beside him. Well, Dad told me that Tanner drowned at the lake and that you found him. There doesn't seem to be much else to tell. But that's not what happened, Jenny argued. A monster got him, Sean, a huge black monster. And I know how that sounds, but it's true. I didn't even have time to say anything or do anything before it rose up out of the water and grabbed him. Then it shook him and growled at him, and it pulled him under. Fresh tears glistened on her cheeks. And then it killed him. It murdered my brother. And I need your help to find it. Jenny, I can't help you find it because it doesn't exist. There wasn't any monster. Monsters don't exist. At least that's what he'd always believed. Tanner, Tanner was murdered, Sean, Jenny sobbed, jumping out of her chair. He was murdered. Don't you get it? Don't you want to find out what really happened? Jenny, I'm sorry. I really am. Jesus, he was my best friend. But I just don't believe you're wrong, she said, stifling her tears. And I'm going to prove it. 